What The Falk Show. I'm Connor Falk, the host, creator, producer of this show. Just a regular guy talking about regular things and hopefully an extraordinary way. The What The Falk Show was started to provide some entertainment analysis, advice, some sports analysis, advice, fantasy, football, food, music, many sorts of different things. Today we're going to talk about fitness. Um, you know, in the holiday season, you're going to be eating a lot, you're going to be drinking sometimes with your family, you're going to be hanging out. I think it's important to have some ideas of how to stay fit, how to try to be relatively healthy in a time of, uh, of a lot of just overeating and overdrinking, let's be honest. And uh, speaking of food, let me remind the What The Falk show was presented by Ferris Pizza, sponsor of the show. Ferris Pizza is the best pizza for the best price in Bakersfield, California. Now, on the show today is personal trainer of Pang Sanity. That's Peter Pang, Bakersfield, California native. Peter Pang is a a very smart, intelligent guy and uh, a really successful personal trainer, helping a lot of different people out of a lot of different cultures, a lot of different, be it from disabilities or things that they're trying to achieve in their fitness uh, levels. Peter Pang is the guy who's providing that. So we're going to go ahead and call Peter right now. I'm sure he's at the gym or uh, helping somebody out. Again, you listen to What The Falk Show from SoundCloud, iTunes, or Facebook. Hi, Peter Peng. This is Connor Falk from the What the Falk Show. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm doing good. I appreciate you being on the show, man. I know you're really busy with a lot of different clients, but I appreciate taking the time out of your busy schedule to go ahead and talk to the listeners about some healthy, some fitness advice um, for the holiday season, man. Are you stoked? I'm actually just really super excited. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course, man. Well, you and I know each other from Bakersfield, California. Went to the same junior high, Actus Junior High. Shout out to the Actus Americans. We also went to the same high school, West High Vikings. Um, I'm very, I know your family because I love going to Ming's Cafe, the, the restaurant that your family owns. And um, you and I also know each other from on the basketball court. I remember seeing you out when I was a kid practicing on the blacktop like me as well. Oh, yeah, good old times, and now here we are, me with the podcast, and you uh, being nice enough to be a guest and talk about your personal training history. So speaking of that history, man, let's go ahead and talk about what got you started. What started with Pink Sanity? Kind of what are the steps? Was there anybody that helped you out mentor-wise, or what got you into the world of fitness? Oh, man, uh, it's just a blessing to be in this field. Um, actually, uh, Pink Sanity personal training started uh, in the summer of, uh, of this summer of uh, May 2015 as a self-employed personal trainer. and. Having my own business uh, before this journey, I was actually was working um, as an employed uh, personal trainer at a fitness facility called InShape. Okay. So having worked there quite some time, that has taught me a lot before venturing off and doing my own business. So. Absolutely. So what, what are kind of the motivations of you growing up? Because you were always an active guy, always athletic. So what was it that made you that you want to make a career out of teaching other people how to train correctly? Oh, man, damn, that's some good questions. Um, you know, my passion in fitness, you know, has begun, you know, at a young, early age since, you know, when I was back in, you know, elementary school to present day. Um, I can relate to this story because it was not easy growing up, you know, as an Asian American, you know, I've always been thin and active. So one of the things besides, you know, um, everyone speaking different cultures and different languages and, you know, trying to be out of the stereotype of this skinny kid or trying to, you know, be with a team or be part of a team. So one of my goals was just to always exercise, stay out of trouble. And, you know, it wasn't easy. You know, I had to have coaches there from high school. You know, obviously you play sports too when you were in high school, Connor. So definitely, definitely, um, it taught me a lot. You know, um, basically from basketball, I would try to be on a team, sit in the team, be active. So it wasn't easy, man. I was a skinny kid and I just wanted to, Build myself up to who I am today by, you know, lifting weights and teaching me how to be patient. And just overall, just, you know, fitness really taught me a lot, you know, not just in the gym, but outside the gym, buddy. Well, I like that you said that because it sounds like from what you're saying that that sports, you know, athletics kind of became an outlet for you in terms of, you know, trying to assimilate into a new culture, being of uh, not necessarily having as many people that spoke your language on a team or whatnot. Sports was kind of a place that you can go to find a kind of common ground with the people around you and, and kind of like a stress reliever, right? 
Absolutely, man. Especially when you're in high school and back-to-back periods and being involved. Sports is an outlet to, you know, get away and also be a stress reliever mentally, spiritually, physically, you name it, man. It, brought, it really brought some sense of satisfaction to my life. Oh, absolutely, man. Well, I would say I agree wholeheartedly. And for me, sports has been an outlet, outlet my entire life. I think it's that time that you really get to just relax and be yourself in a way because when you compete in a sport, you're only thinking about that competition. You're not thinking about what kind of bills you have to pay or what you haven't done in life or what you have to do in the future, you really just get to react and be active. And I think kind of go back to that whole form of, uh, you know, humans back in the day, you know, they're hunting their food, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're gathering, they're foraging. Life was a lot simpler. And I think sports kind of brings you back to that. So Peter, I'm um, talking to you. I, I did mention that your, your family has a restaurant in Bakersfield. Before I met you in school, I actually had met you at the restaurant. My family always loved going there. I loved going there for breakfast, Ming's Cafe. And uh, I would think it's probably a really good experience from your entrepreneurial attitude of starting your own company from being from a family who had their own business, correct? What did you learn from Ming's and working out and being part of that process that has helped you in starting your own business? Oh, man. Gosh, you know, I actually want to say, you know, thank you to my mom and dad because, you know, they've been in Bakersfield and working as a restaurant owner since 1981. And, um, you know, especially in the the restaurant industry, you know, it's so hard because there's so many competitors out there. But with that hard work that they, you know, they taught me and patience and, and, you know, having trust in the process and not giving up on the business. If you really love what you do, man, I'm telling you, you should keep going, fighting and fighting forward, you know, and continue to do one, you know, especially for them. You know, they taught me about how to do bookkeeping, financially, management, organizing, mm. and when it's slow times, don't just sit there and wait. You know, do something about it. You know, you yeah. know in other words, take action. In order you want to see results, you take action, you know, and believe in the process. So it taught me to become more... You know, working diligently, um, basically also trying to be patient on lots of things, especially marketing. Um, and another thing, too, is, you know, busting your butt day in, day out, no matter what, it's your heart and soul that you, you know, put this business together. Because I see them, and for me, as, as, a, as a person, also a fitness, you know, owner, I also use that as a motivation for me to for my business, you know, to work hard and to help others. You know, everyone, I, like I said, they also tell me a lot is interacting with people. That's another one thing I would sense, you know, to summarize this is customer social interaction with customers and meeting their needs, their services, putting a smile on that face and giving that great energy in there, you know? So, absolutely. Well, that's I, I think. Sorry, I don't want to stop you, but I think you're talking about, you know, dealing with people in terms of, you know, customer service and just being interpersonal communication. Um, I'm sure that has a huge effect in the fact that being a personal trainer, you're working so closely with another human being that you really need to be able to be have good communication, be able to keep keep them hyped up, you know, keep their highs high because, you know, you got to have them work out and they don't want to do that last step. But you have to push them to that point. So you're saying that, you know, that being part of that business attitude has really helped you in terms of communicating with your clients, correct? Yeah, definitely. It, it helps me a lot because, you know, you're going to work with different individuals and a lot of times is, you know, each person has a different needs. Just like the restaurant business, everyone wants different types of foods, um, different settings. Um, that's, the, that's what they serve American Chinese food. For those who don't like um, this type of food, they can go to American food or Chinese food or vice versa. So one of the things that taught me there is just, you know, learning how to, you know, interact with them, meeting their needs, what type of food they want. Just like personal training, same thing. It's, you know, whether this client wants to lose weight, tone up, you know, I am trying to cater to their needs, you know? Absolutely. Not just that, 
that facial expression, Connor, that, that lasting welcome or that yeah. you know, first impression when they come in the door and say, you know, welcome to Maine, or that smile, or that last impression at the end of the day, smile, you know, thank you, have a great one, you know? Well, I can tell you absolutely that's part of why my family continued to come back. I mean, my dad would get to choose, and he'd always go to Ming's Cafe. He'd be there for lunch. He'd, working for himself, he'd, he'd be going on lunch, and he'd be going to Ming Cafe a good amount and uh, always right. just raving about, you know, the conversations and things you got to talk about with your mom and your dad. So I would say, you know, whenever I went to Ming's, I felt very welcome as well. So if they're listening, I want to say shout-out to Ming's Cafe in Bakersfield. If anybody wants some great breakfast, some great lunch, some great dinner, all sorts of different foods. I remember I always got pancakes. They were great pancakes. Uh, check out Ming's Cafe. Are, they, are you still located? downtown the downtown area yeah still located downtown on the corner of 20th and l street okay the corner of, uh, corner of 20th and l street that's ming's cafe check it out if you listen to the show another another place you need to check out it's ferris pizza the sponsor of the what the falk show best pizza for the best price on brundage in bakersfield california this is connor falk my guest is peter paying you listen to the what the falk show with connor falk you can find us on soundcloud my wtf show i'm on itunes my wtf show facebook twitter at my wtf show trying to find advice analysis uh, sports, entertainment, fitness, many different things, many different great guests. And as we have today, Peter Pang, personal trainer from Pang Sanity. The greatest line I like, it's it's uh, no paying, no gain. That's a great line, dude. I'm glad you came up with that. Um, So uh, I want to ask you, you talked about the different people of how that taught you working for the restaurant. Now, I kind of want your idea of a point of view of a personal trainer. How do you approach someone the first time? Do you, What do you, everyone's a little bit different. So how do you kind of learn to cater to their needs, you know, be it how they need to be motivated? Some people maybe a little pat in the back, other people maybe a little bit more of a louder tone how do you kind of approach that on case-by-case basis oh man absolutely man uh day in day out man um i love motivating people it's just myself um as a personal trainer i just have a unique opportunity to work with so many different types of people different lifestyles medical conditions the one thing they they have in common is that they're all interested in becoming a healthier stronger um, version of themselves and becoming a better person as a lifestyle change. So, you know, mostly I work them with them closely day in, day out. And I would say, you know, personality is, I'm not asking more like a high energy cheerleader mm. as a pre, you know, prereq to be a personal trainer, but definitely becoming a great listener and, you know, providing that motivation, the accountability, um, that structure, the knowledge, those key principles. And another thing too is a lot of sessions sometimes I won't even deal with just training them. You know, people think your know, personal training is just to, you know, try to kill them and try to, you know, hammer them down. But some of the sessions, a lot of my sessions are going to be mostly just listening and support for what may be going on in my client's uh, life outside the gym. So that could be really rewarding them as a gateway to release stress, you know, in a nice, comfortable, private, personal training gym facility, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that sounds like something that everyone can do great, but if you can, then you're going to be really successful. And I think that's part of why from what I've heard just on friends on Facebook and things, everyone seems to be really satisfied with paying sanity, Peter. They seem to be really getting the gains that they want. And I think part of how you've oh, talked man. about your communication of how you deal with them Thank is you. part of what makes you great. So you got to give you props. And it's why I wanted to have you on the show. I thought you had a lot of value in terms of what you could talk about fitness and such. And uh, one thing I wanted to bring to light, which I think is something really cool that you've been doing. Um, having actually, I've actually worked with autistic people as well when I've done some coaching. And uh, you've worked with Absolutely. some autistic in, uh, adults and individuals and, and been able to train for them, what's that been like? Because I've, I haven't heard much about the personal training world of dealing with someone with deve- developmental disabilities. Um, so how yes. do you, how's that been? Well, you know, I've actually, you know, I'm at, every Saturday, um, I work with autistic kids. There's at least uh, three of them. I work 
all three of them. Uh, one's 30 years old, one's 36 years old, and one's 29. Um, they're very great. They're autistic kids. Um, I've actually been training them for about uh, about two years. Um, they're great individuals. What i found that each and every one of them presents is a different personality, mm. which I love challenge. You know what they say? If it's challenging you, it's changing you, man. So definitely um, what I do is always bring a smile to them. Um, it's more about a lot of talking, hand gestures, really getting that up pump. I would have to say I would have to raise up my tone in a nice, sweet way, but at the same time, very funny because, you know, remember their mind of a 30-year-old is basically going to be more like a 10-year-old or 12-year-old. So trying to, using hand gestures, touching them, so is a good way to show them how to react, respond. Um, I like to use a lot of prop purposes, like cones, something that's bright, traffic cones, just to get them to go to where that designated area to do touching. So little things like that. So it's going to help them stand out and go to that location when the personal trainer has them to do. So it's not necessarily um, riding the workout like 10 push-ups. I would basically draw six figures for them. Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, that sounds really interesting when you think about because, and satisfying, I'm sure, for you because you have certain people right there who might not necessarily think that getting personal trained and exercising competitively is something that's available to them. But ultimately, with someone like yourself, you're really giving them a chance that they might not necessarily have. So I think it's really cool you're getting a chance to work with uh, people of all different cultures, um, abilities, disabilities, and, uh, you know, with paying sanity, really anybody can get the chance to exercise effectively. Absolutely, Carl. You're absolutely right, man. I love it, especially personal training. That's why it's good for itself. Personal means one-on-one attention. So, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, I want to get into. I want to get into the exercise portion, kind of the fitness heavy portion. Kind of give me some of that knowledge. You're already showing so much of how good you are with people and how you're already someone that people want to work out with. Now, maybe give me some of those technical things that only you're going to know. First, I want to talk about food replacements. In Christmas time, we're going to have people eating a lot of different things, right? I'm sure that maybe you have some healthy food replacements maybe that we can kind of bring in to, to, to avoid some of those. Other, you know how some people say, don't eat baked potatoes, eat cauliflower. Don't eat, you know, don't Absolutely. eat baked potatoes, eat sweet potatoes. Is there anything else, kind of yeah. some foods that we can switch in and out? You know, because I really wanted you on also to have the listeners gain some value because I know you know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Especially uh, in the holidays right now, it's more about actually, you know, to be honest, whatever, whatever your goals may be, you know, whether you're losing weight, toning up, bulking up, um, losing, you know, whatever it may be, getting ready for a marathon, the best thing, my biggest tip and advice for staying healthy or whatever your goals may be is Portion. right now, due to, due to the holiday season, you know, food brings people together, right? You know? Yeah. Food brings, uh, uh, brings uh, uh, people together. So, one thing I would say, especially for during the holidays, especially this time of year, with a lot of things, sweets, if you're a salt tooth, uh, um, you know, sodium type of person or sweet tooth. My ba- my biggest thing is, you know, I tell all my clients, um, maybe sometimes eat before you go out to eat or go to a family gathering or something. Mm. So start your meal with a large salad, not just lettuce, but incorporate lots of vegetables in there. Um, you know, basically nice lean meat. Plus, you say the things to be able to let you guys know too is you're saving money going out there spending money on eating out. But that way you'll fill your stomach with a high nutrition low caloric meal that doesn't allow room for overeating during the main course or dessert when you go somewhere out to eat. So I would eat something beforehand or um, basically drink lots of water daily or before you, um, you know, because sometimes many times when we eat, we're actually dehydrated and thirsty. So always think about that. Sometimes you're, you're really hungry 
Look, if you don't have a lot of water throughout the day, the body's telling you you need a lot of water to replace the fluids for life. Okay. So you have to be still sweating, even though you're not exercising. So basically, I would say is have a glass of water. It softens up, um, especially for my craving. It helps me eat more moderately. So basically, I'm just going to say, Carl, is be mindful of your portion sizes. But still enjoy with the family or friends. Just don't overindulge. Okay, so portion control. Make sure you stay hydrated. I think a lot of us forget. Just when I went to the doctor, I thought I was sick, and basically he just told me I was dehydrated, so I just need to drink more water. So I think all of us out there, you got to remember, you got to drink more water. Um, it's literally the best thing there is for us, almost right next to like vegetables and fruits. It's is water. Um, so Peter, the next thing I want to ask you are some questions that I've kind of had growing up, and I kind of want to pick your brain and ask you. So first thing is the supplement Absolutely. is supplements. What okay. exactly is there? Are they legit? Are there some that are legit because for me they sound too good to be true and i just think in a capitalistic america if someone's going to try to make money on people losing weight they're going to and they're just going to have enough it's going to be just enough in it that it shows some results and, and i can't imagine anything's healthy because the way i look at it if it's if it's man-made or scientifically made it's probably not made for your body you know not evolutionary of what our bodies are made for it's probably not that good so are there any what are the supplements that everyone should take and what are the ones that they should just avoid absolutely man. great question you know especially now in each world you know, supplements are a very, very big industry with the fitness industry. You sell, you see a lot of things online, on TV, you know, um, and they're great. Nothing wrong with them, but there are some that are actually not good for you guys. Um, the mist, you know, basically, it's, I, no, don't get me wrong, it's impossible to get all the nutrients your body needs to remain healthy and active from just food alone, particularly if you're on a diet. So, you know, and... and it is important to supplement diet with vitamins and minerals and other carefully su- uh, selected substances, such as protein shakes. That's a really big one. Um, yeah, as you can see, I know you follow me on Facebook and everything like that. I, li- I believe in uh, naturally doing everything naturally because that's why you see a lot of magazines. You see a lot of people are sold. Every muscle fiber is recruited. Everything is shown. Nothing natural, not natural. And a lot of times, a lot of people use, um, some of them are actually illegal or steroids or substances that would actually shred away fat or different things like that. Um, basically, what they do is they damage your, uh, your kidneys and liver. And you know why I know about a lot of this stuff, not just from learning from, you know, from my education from as a personal trainer, but partner, is I also train doctors as well. How, how about that? Just train you know, three surgical doctors who do this stuff who use me as a personal trainer to tone up. And they tell me too as well, they're, you know, carefully selected. A lot of them are not FDA approved, okay? But especially if we don't get that enough from the foods, um, protein shakes would be good. I normally tell my clients mostly just protein shakes. Uh, maybe supplement with also aminos. Do you take aminos? Yes, I, I usually take BCAAs, but, you know, should an average person take amino acids or people who are more really working out hard, like lifting? Right. Well, people that are very active. So people, that's what I'm saying, very carefully uh, selected substances depending upon the individuals. And that's where pink sanity comes in because, especially my client who is 300 pounds, I'm going to have her do all this type of supplement stuff because there's no need for that. The main thing right now is to have her get into the gym, building that motivation and accountability. Maybe because she doesn't like to eat, maybe she never eats, I would have her suggest maybe like a protein shake as more of a, a way, especially if she's not really a in terms of eating solid 
foods, protein shake would be a good gateway for her to supplement her so that way she doesn't have an empty stomach and overeating later. You know what I mean? Okay, so it's all, you want to, you want her to use the, the uh, protein shake as a meal replacement just for that portion? Uh, yes, if she wants to make it more of a meal, I would tell my clients mostly over 300 calories is a meal and anything under 300 calories is a snack. Okay. So the protein shake she wants to make as a meal, she would add more complements to that like Absolutely. Okay. Well, then, uh, I just my last two questions. Sorry, selfishly for me. Um, I, I would think from what I've read, hopefully you agree that you know. So the things that you should supplement into your diet. We have the protein shake, which is helpful. I would think that a multivitamin and then an omega-3, some fish oil, those are things that, that most people should have in their diet, right? You're absolutely right. I love that when I heard that. It's just the main thing is protein, um, you know, multivitamin, um, maybe if you guys have any joint issues, as your physician, maybe a joint health, or like a glycosamine or something like that. Yeah. And basically like some omega-3s. And eating pretty clean, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you want to do it all naturally, you know, the hard way, but at the same time, Looking down 10 years from now, your internal organs are going to be healthy. You're just doing it more of a lifestyle change rather than doing it in a cheap way and, and actually uh, suffer towards the later in, in life. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So what I want to ask is about the, the multivitamin. Which is it just anyone works? You know, how much should you be, you know, I know you usually get what you pay for. Are there certain ingredients? Because this is really for me. I'm trying to think because I want to be as perfect. Those, right. those are three supplements that I, I do have in my diet. I want to make sure I'm not, because, you know, I look at it sales wise. So they're going to say multivitamin does this. Those are all pitches. So I want to have your point of view, right. pick your brain. Up. What are some ingredients that I need to make sure I avoid that are in, that are in a multivitamin, for example? Right. Um, Absolutely. Um, a lot of multivitamins. Um, well, let me ask you, what are you currently taking right now? I'm taking a, uh, it was just the Target brand. Or no, it's the Centrum. It's like Centrum uh, Target brand, basically. So okay. it's, it's not super uh, fancy, okay. so I'm thinking I should move on from something maybe a little bit uh, higher quality. Uh, no, let me ask you, because this is why I like about picking Sandy personal training as a personal trainer, is I would like to interrogate, and that's why I want to find out, because I don't want to just, you know, give out information. I like to give out information on the phone, on the computer, or whatnot. But the thing is, I always find out, again, as a personal trainer, you know, one of my goals is to give safe and proper exercises and the nutrition, you know, nutrition to based on the clients needs and what their abilities are, especially for you. Are you exercising right now, currently? Yeah, I usually uh, run or at least lift every day. Every well, every okay. five days a week, five to six days a week. Okay, perfect. So one thing that would be really good, especially for you, a very active, you're a, a healthy individual. I would say the essential instead of the representation goal to central performance, which my physician told me to. Anyone will work, but I wouldn't say just like a target brand, but a central performance would be good. Okay. Especially for older person, it would be basically central silver, you know, things like that. Central but, silver. Okay. Okay. So those kind of multivitamins yeah. are adequate. I mean, you're not getting poisoned. So, I guess is what right. I was worried about. Day in, day 
up inside the facility. We give them kids vitamin D, sunlight outdoor. So best way to do is vitamin D three for you know again for men's health, uh, prostate, for bone and joint health, things like that. So again, another one to uh, to look out for is vitamin D three, Connor. In the sometimes it doesn't get that from our milk because vitamin D is basically a fat soluble vitamin, which is necessarily for somebody, especially who is let's say Asian culture, we don't can't we cannot drink regular milk, right? So mm. a gateway for us will be um, soy milk or supplementation. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that sounds like certainly some useful advice. Add some vitamin D3 to your diet. You need to make sure you're taking your omega-3s. If you're overactive, I mean, if, you, if you're if you very active, work out a lot like myself, five, let's say four to six days a week, you should be taking branch chain amino acids, protein shake. Um, Peter Pang, you know, I appreciate you being on the show, man. Is it safe to say that this is probably the best time you've ever had on a podcast before? I am, man. And I'm, I'm very, very, very happy to be part of this uh, What the Fuck show because it is awesome. The, even the name strikes out. I'm definitely going to share your uh, page and everything because it is great. It's awesome. You know, no matter where you're at in LA or in the world, you know. Well, listening, you know? well, I appreciate it, man. I'm just a guy trying to talk about things I like and with, you know, with cool people like yourself who get to add some value and information, you know, so maybe, maybe someone's in traffic right now in LA, especially or Baco, or they're at work, they're trying to, you know, listen to something to kind of zone out or they're playing a video game or something, or they're at school. Either way, it's a time to try to add some informational banter with hopefully, you know, with the, with the, the bit of wittiness uh, to add some, uh, you know, some spice to their day. But Peter Pang, I'm at the time, you're going to say goodbye right now, but I want you to let the listeners know where they can find you on social media, pangsanity.com, where Wherever it is, where can they find you and uh, and start to get to get you as a personal trainer? Where are you at? Okay, yeah, you guys. Um, if you guys want to find me out, um, you guys can follow me on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, I'm actually going to build up Instagram. Um, you guys can find me at uh, 4501 Stein Road, uh, Suite 204, inside the Elite Personal Training Gym. Um, we're actually next to, if you guys are familiar, the Baker Show, we're next to the Camino, Camino Real uh, Kitchen and Tequila uh, Mexican Restaurant. How about that? Next to a restaurant. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, we're at a private personal training gym, uh, mainly strictly for clients only. And once you're my client, you get to use the gym um, already. So you don't need to pay gym membership. The personal training or the, uh, we also do boot camps, and we're the only certified TRX facility in Baker. And also providing spin cycling classes as well. And we're actually in the process of expanding our gym uh, to make it bigger and have yoga and Pilates too. So, absolutely. Oh, exciting. That sounds like a lot. Okay, well, Peter Pang from Pang Sanity. No paying, no gain. Appreciate you being on the show, man. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. So that's uh, that's Peter Pang of Pang Sanity, a great personal trainer, as you can tell, just a, a great guy from a great family, uh, Ming's Cafe. It's a restaurant in Bakersfield, California. If you're there, he said it's off, uh, it's downtown somewhere. I'll go ahead and have a link of a website or anything from there to let you know. Great place. I grew up, you know, having their pancakes, and uh, I've had a lot of pancakes, and I can tell you they're at least top four I've ever had, and I've had a lot. So uh, Peter Pang, Pang Sanity, Ming's Cafe. The guest this week on the What the Falk Show, I'm Connor Falk. Like I said, a regular guy talking about regular things and hopefully an extraordinary way. Find me on SoundCloud.com, my WTF show, Facebook dot com my WTF show at my WTF show on Twitter. Basically, if you see M Y W T F S H O W somewhere on the internet, it's most likely it's me. It's what the fault. Last name's Falk. Sounds like a bad word, but it's not. You know what sounds good? Next week, I'm going to talk to you again. New guest. <laughs>